This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Welcome to Thursday's solo episode. I am surviving. I am not yet thriving. I'm hoping to be thriving very soon. I envision myself recording this in the studio downstairs, but I woke up, I had my coffee, and I was like, I can't imagine sitting at a desk. I've been in my bed since I went to bed on Friday, basically. And it's kind of like my safe space now. All I've been doing is watching Below Deck. I watched all of The Ultimatum. I watched, uh, I started watching the new Real Housewives of New York, which I'm actually quite liking. I like the new girls that they have on the show. I've been reading. I finished the next book from the book club. This must be really echoey because I'm in my bedroom. Hopefully it's not. Anyways, finished the second book. Brittany ended up telling us what it was early, just in case we finished the first one and we wanted to get like a head start. And I crushed that book. So I'm going to start reading another one now called The Last One. It is a Brittany recommendation. And initially I was like, you know what? I've been so sick. The book that I just finished for the book club was a little bit not my usual kind of book that I would read, but it was fine. And so I was like, do I read an Elin Hildebrand and just go to my kind of happy place of reading a book that has a storyline in it, but it's not super, you know, like it's not going to make you feel any which way. But I was like, no, I think I will read this book. Brittany said it's really good. She like read half of it without putting it down. So <clears throat> I'm going to get into that. Today my goal was, Renee, you're going to shower. You're going to wash your hair because your head was really itchy yesterday. And I told my husband, I was like, my scalp is so itchy and I have like dandruff. He's like, you need to probably have a shower. I was like, good call. So I let, do you ever get the eucalyptus head and shoulders and let it sit on your scalp for a few minutes in the shower? It is heaven if you have an itchy scalp or like dandruff it feels like heaven so I did that and then I used my usual shampoo conditioner I actually blow dried my hair and I feel like a new human I put on a little bit of makeup and it does make a difference but I still like I know I don't have even 50% of the energy and motivation that I usually have so I'm like do your solo episode just get what you can done. Work at your own pace. Don't push yourself. So today is kind of like a half work day. Once I record this, I make the little videos and stuff. Upload them for Sean to do his magic. And then maybe I'll get into my new book. Or watch some more Real Housewives of New York. So after that experience that I just had... Could not lift my head off the pillow. My symptoms, it's weird. Like my symptoms, like started with a little bit of a sore throat and then it was like runny nose, stuffed up, the usual cold things. Those weren't terrible. They were very manageable. It was the, I cannot lift my head up off the pillow. I must close my eyes every like, hour or so I would watch a show and I'm like I'm I don't feel well enough to watch a show to read a book like I can't 
focus on stuff. I need to just lay, close my eyes and like sweat my ass off. Thank God for my heating pad. And I know you're probably like you were sweating your ass off, but you wanted your heating pad. Yes. My lower back felt like it was going to explode. And it's probably a vicious cycle of like you have body aches because you have this like flu. But then at the same time, you're sweating your ass off. But then you also want the heating pad because your body is aching. It was like a whole thing. But this heated... No, not heated. The the heated heating pad. No, the weighted heating pad that I ordered not too long ago really came in handy for this illness. So very happy that I had that. But I go through this experience and I can't help think, help, can't help. Sorry, guys, my brain's not working. I can't help but think of what other people's situations are like. That's what I always do. I'm like, okay, so imagine you felt like this and you had a partner that was like not able to just step in and take over the household and childcare stuff. And I know that that is probably more so the norm than what my situation is, where it's like I woke up Saturday morning really sick. My husband was out Friday evening, so I did bedtime and everything was fine. Milo and I ordered um, ramen. It was like a whole thing. We were fine. We watched the Paw Patrol movie and woke up Saturday morning, texted my husband. I was like, I am not okay. Can you bring me coffee? So he brought me coffee in bed and I stayed in bed until I am still currently in bed. That was Saturday. It is now Wednesday. Not once did he ask like, uh, where's... Milo's like clothes for school uh where's his shoes for gym or like nothing what should I put in his lunch what should we have for dinner like nothing I did not get asked one question except for do you need anything are you hungry I'm going to the grocery store do you want something do you want anything from Starbucks like that's it and I it's so funny because so many of you responded with how you feel guilty when you're sick and your partner has to take over. And I can't relate to that when I'm sick. Like when I'm sick, like, and I've always been that way. It's like, if I'm sick, I don't care if I had like a brain surgery scheduled the next day. Like I'm not doing it. Like I will, obviously, if my husband was operating or there was something that was, we could not move around, I would just do it. But other than that, like I will take care of myself and I have no guilt to spend the time to take care of myself. I also feel like nowadays since the pandemic, you don't want other people to get sick. So it's like, yes, I get to rest and be in bed and take care of myself. But at the same time, like my husband doesn't want to get sick. We don't want Milo to get sick. So it's like, yeah, stay away from us so happy neither of them were sick and yeah that was like super lucky but again if I was up doing all the childcare, I'm sure everyone would have been sick so it's no different it's funny because so many people were like oh I feel so guilty when I'm sick and my husband has to take over things and I'm like so what what do you think when when like I go travel for work stuff or even just 
to go somewhere, meet up with my sister-in-law and like, you know what I mean? Is that something to feel guilty about? Because I don't. It's that whole thing of having a life outside of the home where I feel like after people have kids in heterosexual relationships, it's very easy for the man to continue his hobbies, to continue having a life outside of the home. Whereas for mom, it becomes an issue and it becomes this thing where you feel guilty if you do. So I'm very happy that we ended up where we are and that I don't feel guilty doing those things. It's like, I'm a person that has a life. I also happen to have a child and a husband and it's okay to do things outside of the home um, and not feel guilty about it. And of course, there are people out there that their mission in life is to try and make you feel guilty about those things. Um, And if your partner is one of those people, that sucks. That really sucks. Um, So I'm sure lots of people are like, oh, I I did want to say the one time I do feel guilty or like like a a tinge of like, oh, is when I know Milo is giving my husband a hard time and it's like a difficult situation, even though I have dealt with them many times by myself, like oftentimes, like probably three out of five days during the week, I do mornings by myself. You know, before in our, where we used to live, I did evenings by myself a lot because my husband was on call all the time. He's on call much less here, which is part of why we moved here. So now it's a lot less, but like I have done those by myself a lot. So I don't know, like it's temporary. It doesn't last forever, but I can see where a lot of you said, your husband doesn't have the patience that you have or they don't know how to handle the children's behavior like you do. And so when something comes up and like you're sick, you're trying to rest and you can hear what's going on in the rest of the house and your kids are giving your husband a hard time, they're acting out and you're hearing your husband respond to it in a way that you wouldn't respond to it you get this feeling of like, oh, like you want to go and intervene or be like, listen, like, you know, respond in this way. Or the other day, Milo was having a hard time getting dressed. Sometimes that happens. It's like he's in a happy mood. And then when it's time to get dressed to go to school, something turns in him and he's like, nope, like going to give you a hard time now. So I knew that was happening and I could hear my husband losing his patience and getting upset and I understand because it's like for me I work from home so if we're a little bit late to school yeah you don't want to be late for school but it's not that big of a deal and still I will lose my temper from time to time because it's so infuriating but for my husband he like has to go see a patient at whatever time and he needs to go And Milo's not cooperating. So in that moment, you often feel like there's no end to this. And oh my God, he's never going to get dressed. We're never going to get out of the house. I'm going to like miss my whole day of work. I don't know why it feels that way. That has never happened in the history of 
me having Milo or my husband having Milo, he always ends up getting in the car and going to school or going to daycare. But in the moment when that happens, that's how you feel. You're like, oh my God, he's not going to get in the car. We're not going to get to school. What am I going to do? Like I have a busy day. The one day I actually had to go downtown to do that event with Tracy, Milo's dressed, teeth are brushed, we're good to go. I get everything gathered in my arms, like his backpack, whatever, and I go to open the front door and I'm like, okay, let's go. And he's standing in the kitchen and he's like, I don't want to go to school. And I was like, what? Is this actually happening right now? Um, okay. And I'm like... Renee, just go pack up the car, like get everything in the car and he will follow suit. Like sometimes that that's what happens. Even if we're going to go walk the dog, it's like, I don't want to go. So I just like get ready, put the leash on bubbles, like start to go and then he'll follow along. So I'm like, okay, let's do that. That plan did not work. I got back in the house after putting everything in the car and he was gone, like nowhere to be found. I was looking under the couch in the closets, like could not find him. He was in my bathroom behind the bathtub. And I was like, oh my God. Like I have a question for Dr. Becky about this because I lost my temper in that moment. And then, you know, she talks about the repair thing, which is fine. Like I I do the repair. I love the idea of the repair. I understand that. I understand the importance But at the same time, I was like, I need to explain to him why mornings can make mommy or daddy frustrated when you don't get dressed, when you don't, you know, help us to get out of the house on time because school starts at a specific time. Like he also needs to know that. So the repair is always focused on like apologizing for losing your temper Um, That must have made you feel this way. Like I'm trying to work on um, reacting more calmly, yada, yada, yada. But like at what point do you explain that school starts at a specific time and we need to be there because it's not fair to the rest of your class. It's not fair to your teachers for you to show up late. Like that is also important The whole, like, anyways, I have so many questions. I'm probably going to make a series of TikToks that's like questions for Dr. Becky. And maybe she'll just come on the podcast and answer my freaking questions. But it's also the thing of you don't want your child to feel like they are the cause of your emotion, which I get that. But at the same time, people's behaviors has an effect on other people. I don't know. It's like a hard thing. I like overthink everything, but I think there are some valid questions. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there, and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume 
consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner, I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Lil Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals. So you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. The Little Spoon Plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. Anywho, moving on. This was a tangent because I could hear Milo giving my husband a hard time downstairs. And that's the one time where I was like, I texted my husband to be like, if he's not getting dressed, pretend that you're going to play a game with him where it's like, 
put on your socks and then you get a smarty. Put on your pants and then you get a smarty. That's what I did when I was having a hard time and it worked so well. He thought it was hilarious. And okay, he's having a couple smarties before school in the morning. Choose your battles, okay? That moment, it was not smarties in the morning. So I want to get through some of the things that I wrote down here. This is what I do. I make cue cards full of notes and then I just babble. But anywho, why is my husband the way that he is and how are we in this situation? Number one, obviously his upbringing, his parents is huge. He, like that's just who he is as a a person. He lived on his own for a long time going to med school doing residency so he does all the things for himself already before we moved in together and had a kid second thing is we have done everything for milo together since day one so he knows what's going on in the morning he knows what's going on at bath at bath time at bedtime he knows exactly what he eats he knows when he eats he knows when he goes to bed he knows what his favorite shows are he knows how to comfort him when he's upset like he knows all these things and all these people who are like my husband doesn't even know where things are or like what to feed the kids I'm like how 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 do they not know that and a lot of like I always talk about the default parent thing And it's like the title of this episode is what happens when mom gets sick. And it's no different from like if your day to day is you doing all these things and your partner has no clue what's going on. Obviously, when you get sick or you're recovering from surgery or whatever it might be, they're going to have no clue what's going on because day to day they don't do it. They're not expected to know anything. They don't take initiative on anything. So obviously now when mom, the default parent, gets sick, shit hits the fan. And it's hard for mom to rest and to recover because now you're just worried about what's going on in the house. And you're worried about what is going to happen once you're better, the state of the house, the you know, the kids are missing X, Y, and Z. There's laundry piled up to the ceiling. That's not cool either. So you have to have this kind of equal division of labor. And I I don't even like to think of it as equal division of labor because that implies that like you do ABC and I do X, Y, Z. And that's our, that's what we do. Because now if I'm sick, you don't know how to do ABC. And if you're sick, I don't know how to do XYZ. It should be that both of us are doing ABC, XYZ, intermingled day in and day out, if that makes sense. You you should be able to step in to take over everything. They should be able to step in and take over everything. And I always say like, you should be able to up and leave for three days and not have to leave a detailed list of what's going on. That it's wacky hair day on Wednesday. That it's photo day. Oh, that's another thing. It was photo day on Monday. Completely was not functional in the morning. Did not even get up. Didn't even see them leave the house. Like, 
my husband knew. He knew what he had to wear that day, what he, you know, it was a non-issue because he knows what the fuck is going on. He emails with the teacher. He, like, as do I. He looks on the school website to see what's going on, as do I. He knows what Milo eats for breakfast. Like, we can both be the default parent and take over for the other parent if anything happens. Dr. Tracy left a comment, which was a good one, because a lot of you were like, it's hard for you to give up control of certain things. And she made a great point that was like, Things might not be done your way, but done is good enough. Yes, like 100% agree. And honestly, if you're worried about the state of the house when, once you're better, maybe you take a, a couple days where you and your partner are getting the house back to where it usually is. And then from then on, they can continue taking over some of those tasks to maintain the house so it's not all on your shoulders. If you get sick and the house turns to shit, obviously you're the only one that does anything around the house, which is not right. It's not okay. Oh, this, I wanted to point this out. So husband, so someone's comment was uh, along the lines of like, my husband can do everything, but he gets frustrated really easily. And then I feel bad for the kids. So I can relate to this in that my husband does not respond to things the way that I would, which fair enough, we're different people. Um, We have different childhoods. We have different personalities. We have different temperaments. Some things my husband's better at, some things I'm better at. That's just how it is. We can be on the same page for major parenting things and parent in similar ways, but we're never going to have the exact same relationship with our child, if that makes sense. And I really try to separate myself from the relationship that Milo is going to have with his father. Like that's their thing. And I try not to stress about it too much. Like I have such a good relationship with both my parents. I'm super close with my parents My relationship with my mom is completely different from my relationship with my dad. They are two completely different people, but they are still special in their own way, if that makes sense. Like, you can't expect that your child is going to have the same relationship with your partner as they do with you. And so, okay, maybe they don't respond to things in the best way like you would, because you think that that's the best way. It's different. They're a different person. That is going to be a completely different relationship than what you have with your children. So I wanted to explain that because I struggle with that as well. But we're different people. It's a whole, it's a different thing. Let's see what else. I do want to acknowledge that single parents... Parents that have a partner that does shift work or works out of town, like, oh my gosh, so difficult. And that's another thing since the pandemic. It's not like, oh, I'm sick. Like, you know, someone can come over and help you. Now, if someone's sick, like everyone is staying away from you. It's extremely isolating. 
even like for me, like my husband didn't want me downstairs. He's like, no, like we don't want to get sick. Like, bye. And I'm like so lonely up in my bed. Like, oh my God. Even last night, I like go downstairs. I'm like, I'm just going to eat my dinner sitting on the couch. And he was like, uh, can you leave? So it is, it's not the same as it used to be where it's like, oh, you're sick. Like, do you need me to come help? Like, you want me to do something? No, everybody is staying the fuck away, which makes it 10 times worse, especially if you're a single parent, your partner works out of town. I will finish just with some comments or quotes from the messages that you guys left me. Somebody said he he's fine if it's if he's just taking care of our four-year-old, but he can't do babies. He can't do babies. Why why can't he do babies? I understand if people are breastfeeding, you have to do that piece of it. Okay, so they bring you the baby, you breastfeed. They take the baby away. Why can't he do babies? I'm just like stuck on that. And that like, it's like when a child's like, I can't ride a bike. You're like, don't say can't. Like, don't say can't. You can. You can. It takes practice. So as soon as those babies exited your body, he should have started practicing. And then by the time you get sick, he should be able to do babies just as well as you do babies, minus the breastfeeding part. So I hate that mentality of like, he can't do the babies. No, he can. So get started. It just takes practice. Like, I couldn't do babies either until I had a baby. And then I did babies. And my husband did it right along with me. So now he can do babies. I get so frustrated. Um, somebody said it feels like he's doing a favor for me. That's irritating. Um, somebody says, I know where everything is and what happens on which days. Yeah, and so should he. And so should he. I have to remind him what they like to eat. Does he live in the house? How? Again, it starts from the beginning. Like, I had that reel just the other day that was about how to prevent being like a default parent family dynamic like this needs to be I should write a book about like how to not have a family dynamic where one parent is the default parent and again it would it would be very difficult in some family situations where one partner is out of the house and like for example my my upbringing my dad worked out of the country for like six, eight months at a time. So imagine that my mom was the default parent and it was kind of impossible for her not to be. So there are situations where it's like, fuck, it's just hard. Um, somebody said, my husband canceled his work trip to take care of the kids and me when I was sick because I was more important than the trip. Loves it. That's how it should be. My husband switched. He was supposed to be on call tomorrow. And just in case I wasn't feeling better to do everything on my own, he switched his call day with someone else so that he was available. My child seeks me out when I'm trying to rest and recover. Again, your partner, the other parent, should also be a source of comfort. Like default parent, are. it's not just things like doing tasks like making the meals packing the lunches and 
driving to school, picking up from school. It's also like, do they go to you for comfort? That's also a thing. When your child is upset, like who do they go to? It should be 50-50. Like they would get equally as much comfort from one parent as they would from the other. That is not common, but that is what every pair or set of parents should be striving for is like Milo knew these last few days that I was sick I wasn't feeling well we had zero issues like he came in he popped into the room like every so often one time he he brought me a piece of red pepper and he put it on the night table (laughs) he's like here mommy I'm just bringing you this I was like thank you so much um but yeah like he understood and he's totally happy and content and fine going throughout the day with my husband. I just wish this for other people. I so do. Someone says, I just had surgery and my husband is huffing at all the stuff he has to do. Like, not cool. It's not cool. Well, I talked for way longer than I thought I would be able to. So yay me. I'm on the mend. I need to rest and recover now, though. It's like, you know when you're recovering from being sick and you walk up you're like oh I feel better I have energy and then you walk up the stairs and you're like huffing and puffing and you're like oh my god I need to take a rest that's me I need to eat a lunch take a rest maybe start my new book that I got or watch a real housewives we will be back on Tuesday and uh, yeah, if you don't already, follow us on Instagram at The Mom Room Podcast. We are also on YouTube if you want to watch full video versions of episodes. They are up there. And is there anything else I want to say? Not right now. Some exciting episodes coming up soon though, guys. So stay tuned. <laughs>